All right, this is Ethan at the Valley Independent Sentinel. Uh, we're on the phone with Jimmy Tickey, who joins us from uh, Philadelphia. Jimmy is a uh, member of the Shelton Planning and Zoning Commission, and he's also uh, the campaign manager for U.S. Representative Rosa DeLauro of Connecticut. Jimmy, uh, how was the second night of the convention uh, there in Philadelphia last night? It was an excellent convention. It is so well organized um, with the program and with all of the activities that are surrounding the, the convention. I think delegates and everyone else that's here is having a really great time. Um, you know, we had seen a roll call vote yesterday, which was um, just a, a beautiful way to, to see the diversity that is across our country, having every state talk for a couple of moments about uh, their state and uh, naming their delegates for whomever candidate. Obviously, Hillary Clinton won the nomination, which was historic for the first time in our country that a major party nominated uh, a female for president. And so, as you can imagine, the the energy throughout the convention hall was electric. Um, people were, you know, just thrilled. And the night just kept getting better from there, ending with uh, President Clinton's speech. Yeah, I, I wanted to ask you about that roll call. Uh, first, there were, we had a discussion last week about the uh, Republican convention where, uh, you know, J.R. Romano, the... Uh, the Derby guy, who's the head of the Republicans, he mentioned, uh, I think, Pez and a few other things, uh, and he got some play for that in the media. I saw a couple stories last night because uh, I forgot who it was who was uh, uh, Lieutenant Governor Wyman did the actual votes, um, but it, I'm forgetting who who did like the little spiel before. But they said uh, Connecticut, the home of pizza and hamburgers and there was some uh there was some controversy on like uh, social media about that was did you uh hear any of that or uh <laughs> well so, uh so our the democratic state chairman nick boletto spoke first and talked right. about just some of the uh some of the his favorite things of connecticut uh, as he sees and who can disagree with pizza and hamburgers and then our lieutenant governor talked about the progress the state has made but you know Obviously, if I was there, I'd be talking about our wiffle ball factory okay, in thank Shelton you. and thank some of the you. great small businesses we've got in Shelton. Someday, wiffle ball will be recognized at a political convention <laughs> if it kills me. Um, all right, and then like the other highlight, I, I you know, full disclosure, I was uh, I'm sort of a Bernie Sanders fan, and during the roll call uh, for the uh, Democrats living abroad, uh, Senator Sanders' older brother, Larry. Hey, now, all you. Okay, I'll just ignore that. Uh, Larry gave like a speech and then cast his vote for his uh, younger brother. That seemed to be sort of a, a nice moment for everybody. What, do you yeah, think that was, was sort of like a unifying nice moment? moment? I, it was a very nice moment. It was, it was, a, it was a, a very touching moment. And Senator Sanders was in uh, the convention hall for that. And uh, it was just very emotional to have a sibling um, who, who he briefly talked about you know, their their history and their family and their parents. And it was a very moving moment. And, and what an experience for him to get to to release some of the delegates from the Democrats abroad for his uh, for his brother. It was very moving. Um, people seem to be, um, you know, very, uh, very moved by it. And um, and definitely uh, some tears um, as well, because it seemed to be uh, something that was very touching for his brother to be able to to release those delegates to his younger brother. And then, as you mentioned earlier, they uh, they rolled out one of the big guns in uh, in terms of uh, Democratic Party speakers, uh, Bill Clinton, the 42nd president of the United States. Where do you like, you know, uh, he was started talking and, you know, he's 
you know, began in the 70s when he met Hillary. And it would seem to be sort of slowly paced, like Twitter was a buzz with, you know, by 11 p.m. he should be up to 1980. Um, I had to edit a story during a part of it. But I was just wondering, well, where do you think that it ranks in terms of like Bill Clinton uh, speeches uh, over the years? Well, you know, what I think is I don't think a speech has ever been done like that. And I say that because he's a former president. And so people are expecting to hear from a, a former president who is still extremely popular across America. But it's the first time that uh, a gentleman is speaking as a spouse for uh, his wife to be president. So he, I think, took his presidency in the back seat, and he talked about his experiences, his very personal experiences with Hillary Clinton, and he had a speech that was really about her accomplishments and her career through his eyes. And I don't think we've ever heard a speech like that from him, and, and certainly there hasn't been a speech of that nature um, at any of these conventions. So I think um, it was very personal. I think it was very moving. I actually liked that it was in chronological order. And I think for people that have forgotten or don't know some of uh, Hillary Clinton's work um, for children, for families, I think she was able to break it down in a very personal way. It felt very conversational. And he really took people through her work um, in Arkansas, as First Lady of Arkansas, working with children and families in the Children's Defense Fund, talking about First Lady um, of the United States of America and what she did in those efforts. But for me, talking about her being a United States senator, talking about her work around 9-11, getting the victims um, help and support, um, getting the funding to rebuild around 9-11, working across the aisle um, to help in her role on the Armed Services Committee, um, that I think really started to show her, her strength and, and her experience um, and then he continued with her work as Secretary of the State, reducing nuclear weapons and, you know, negotiating ceasefires and continuing her work for, for women and girls around the world. So I think he put, you know, her experience uh, first and foremost uh, as a backseat to, to his own accomplishments and his own time as president. And uh, like, are you uh, you sound tired? Are you, are you getting enough Ooh. sleep? We well, we start our days at seven a.m. and uh, you know it is it is just pure adrenaline <laughs> and uh, events. I'm obviously here with Congresswoman Rosa DeLauro, who uh, she too is keeping a very active schedule. She um, spoke at a, a women in leadership uh, lunch yesterday. She is doing events today. We're doing a lot of events, and there is just nothing but excitement here. So there is definitely coffee being had. <laughs> um, but we start at about seven, and by the time you leave the convention hall, it's about midnight. Mm -hmm. uh, you get back to your hotel. Um, where there's obviously even more activities and people want to celebrate, but uh, I, uh, I'm having a great time, and it is a, a high-energy convention. I think people are really enthusiastic, especially after last night, especially hearing from the president and then uh, actually Hillary Clinton making an appearance um, via satellite. Mm. Um, very exciting, very exciting, and, and, and history-making night. Who are you? Uh, is, is, is it the president, uh, President Obama, tonight? So tonight we have quite the lineup. It is President Obama, uh, Vice President Biden, and Vice Presidential Candidate Tim Kaine. Oh, okay. And so. I also understand that Senator Murphy, our own senator from Connecticut, is speaking this evening. Now, well. uh, do you think Obama? I, I like. I, I was uh, when Bill Clinton spoke last night. I was thinking of that uh, entrance he made at the 2000 convention, where you know there was this long build-up intro video. 
and then there was about like five minutes of a cameraman just following him through the bowels of the arena, like as he made his way toward the stage. And like a, a lot of people thought that sort of overshadowed the, the Gore candidacy. Do you think Obama will try to like, do you think he'll like come in from a helicopter or something? Or, or do you think he'll try to be uh, Not, sort of located? I, I doubt with the security that I've seen here. But, um, you know, I, I'm going to, I'll venture to say he will probably come out on the stage as, uh, as everyone else has. It's a huge stage. Um, he'll probably come from the stage, but we've had great speakers. Even before the primetime speakers happen, you've got members um, and elected officials who might not be nationally known names, but people who are doing really great work in their communities. Um, and I actually was there earlier yesterday uh, in the early evening, and Rosa was uh, on stage with the Democratic Women of the House um, talking about their women's economic agenda. And so it was great to see our own here in Connecticut Rosa DeLauro on the stage as well. All right, Jimmy. Well, we'll let you go uh, to uh, you know catch up with uh, all the activities going on for the rest of the day, and we will uh, check in tomorrow with you, uh, provided the uh, Shelton PZC hearing uh, tonight doesn't uh, go on till uh, tomorrow morning. So, and I will just say this is my this is in the almost four years I've been on planning on zoning. It's my third meeting that I've missed. I don't like to miss meetings, but I am in. How dare you! I know. I, well, I do take the work seriously. I am in constant touch, and luckily for me, I get to listen to the recordings of the meeting so that I will not miss a beat. And, of course, the coverage on valleyindy.org. Quick plugola there. And, uh, Jimmy, thanks a lot for joining us again, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you, Ethan. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a good one. <laughs>